The following BLTV program is brought to you by O'Flaherty Law. Please enjoy. Welcome to Learn About Law. My name is Kevin O'Flaherty from O'Flaherty Law. I hope you find this video and podcast helpful. If you need some help, please feel free to call us at 630-324-6666. We offer free consultations in many areas of law, and we have several geographic locations for your convenience. We serve all of Illinois, and we're also happy to meet with you and provide most legal services virtually without requiring you to leave your home. Enjoy the video. Hello, this is Matt with Learn About Law, and in this video I will discuss new laws for Illinois mental health in 2022. To see a detailed discussion of Illinois mental health laws, please see the article linked below. The new year brought in several changes that affect mental health laws. The laws deal primarily with probate changes that affect mental health laws. Often, when many people think about mental health estate planning, they think of special needs trusts. These trusts are actually for disabled adults to obtain a trust under federal laws to utilize their public benefits. Mental health estate planning is best achieved using advanced directives, which is discussed in detail. The 2022 Mental Health Law Changes for 2022. The Electronic Wills and Remote Witnesses Act, Public Act 102-167, was passed in response to the COVID-19 pandemic to bring the law into harmony with seismic shifts that the pandemic has caused. This act allows for probate of electronic wills and wills that were witnessed over telecommunication means such as Zoom for such purposes. The act also allows for documents other than wills to be executed and witnessed through Zoom and other telecommunication services, such as advanced directives used in mental health planning. This act comports with drastic change in the legal landscape as the COVID-19 pandemic is entering its second year of impairing traditional face-to-face -face meetings and in-person court sessions. Changes to the Adult Guardianship Statute, Public Act 102-72 made changes to the adult guardianship statute that now separate guardians may be appointed for both the person and the estate. There are important distinctions between being the guardian of the person and the guardian of the estate, such as the duties of a guardian of the person are to uh, the Probate Act of 1975, 755-ILCS 5-1-1, etc., uh, gives extensive powers to the guardian of the person. The guardian of the person has control over medical decisions for the ward where the ward will live and have custody of the ward. The guardian of the person must try to comport with what the ward would do if the ward was deemed comp competent. The guardian of the person has the ability to make medical decisions on behalf of the ward. The medical decision powers range from routine health care, vaccinations, and ending life-sustaining treatment. The guardian of the person has the power to authorize medical care even if the ward objects. The guardian of the person is also charged with making sure that the ward receives all needed professional services. Under the new law, a separate guardian of the estate may be appointed. The guardian of the estate of the ward has distinct duties from the guardian of the person. Below is a list of some of the duties of the guardian of the person. This list is meant to serve as an overview and is not exhaustive. The guardian of the estate of the ward has powers over the estate and business affairs of the ward that the ward could exercise if present and not under a disability. 
The guardian of the estate is charged with the care, management, and investment of the ward. The guardian of the estate has a duty to use the income from the estate to provide the ward a comfortable lifestyle and education of the ward. It is recommended that as a best practice for the guardian of the estate to prepare an annual budget to present to the court that includes the following. Food, medical care, housing, clothing, utilities, taxes, entertainment, insurance, the cost of caregivers, transportation. Now this list is not meant to be exhaustive. The new law permitting separate guardians for both the person and the estate recognizes the significant power the guardian has over the ward. By allowing separate guardians, it allows each guardian to focus on either the person or the estate. Thanks for watching. To learn more, check out the article linked below. Be sure to leave any questions you have in the comment section and subscribe for more legal content daily. Hello again, this is Kevin O'Flaherty from O'Flaherty Law. I hope you enjoyed the video and podcast. If you did, we'd love it if you'd subscribe to our channel. If you need legal help in this or any other area of law, please do not hesitate to reach out and schedule a consultation. Most consultations are free and all can be conducted remotely if you'd like. Please email us, book online, or call us at 630-324-6666. We have many locations for your convenience and we serve all of Illinois. So thanks again for watching.